The following is a CSPN Media podcast presentation. Let me tell you about who deserves a shot in the United States Heavyweight. Let's hear it. I'm the champion. I ought to know. You know, I've, I've been sizing up guys since I came to WCW. And I think the one guy that stands out the most, the guy that I think has earned a title shot, El Dandy, I think you're a heck of a wrestler. You're a great technician in the ring, and you're a jam-up guy. Whoa. I don't see any reason. Wait a minute. El Dandy has been wrestling in, in, in the cruiserweight division here. Please. He's a great wrestler. He's a great wrestler, but thank goodness sakes, he's 50 pounds. Who are you to, to, to doubt El Dandy? Because this guy's a serious professional. Well, let's talk about some serious how about, how about hypnosis? Let's get thrown. Psychosis? Psychosis? Whatever, whatever. He's a great wrestler. Wrestler, you know. Hello, and welcome to episode 254 of the WrestleCast. I'm your host, Don DeLorente, and I'm joined by my SmackDown Matters correspondent, Miss Didi Jonay. Hey. What's going on, friend? Oh, nothing much. Ain't nothing going on but the rent, you know. Hey, taking it back. Did I pay my rent? I did pay my rent. Yes, yes, the rent. <laughs> it's the 12th. I hope so. Yeah, you know, I paid it on the 6th. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right on time. It was actually one day late. But the great thing about paying online is I don't think they noticed. So oh, you get you get on. buffer because time and you know data fees mm-hmm. and things like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it used to be real nice because it was on Mountain Time. So even if I forgot and paid at like one in the morning, it was still the other day. It was still the fifth right. in Mountain Time. Right. Yeah, they fixed that though, but they still don't know when you pay late. So you know, like you it. know who doesn't fix that? Mm-hmm. Wells Fargo bank account. Well, that's y'all's problem for even giving them your money. I don't know how people have a Wells Fargo account, a Bank of America account. Yeah, seeing ain't been problematic so far, but it's only going to be a few more times. I don't trust them either. <laughs> yeah, they you a credit union. They all scam in some kind of way. Right. I just, I don't think I have enough money for them to try to scam me. <laughs> no, you could do like they did in Office Space where, um, the dude took like the change and like the deep decimal, and he would get like half a cent. <laughs> and but every time somebody went to the ATM, he was getting. Oh, that like adds up so. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah, that's See, crazy. That's the kind of scammer I like. <laughs> and we're joined by a special guest, a returning guest, Miss Letitia Chanel. How you doing, Letitia? I am doing fabulous. How are y'all doing? We're good. We're good. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Thank you for joining us. No, I'm excited to be here. Thanks for uh, hitting me up. No, no problem. Thank you for being available with your busy schedule. Well, you know, we got to do what we got to do. <laughs> <laughs> the WrestleCast is part of the CSPN. You can find the WrestleCast on the net at CSPN.us. You can also subscribe, download, and listen to the WrestleCast through iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher Radio, Spotify, and YouTube. So, Miss Didi Jonay, we're going to start with the news. We got some a couple of nuggets of news before we get into our Class of Champions preview. Rick Flair mm-hmm. has threatened to sue WWE for compensation. 
for use of the phrase, the man. He says, <laughs> what that, now? <laughs> yeah, Ric Flair says, it's nothing against Becky Lynch. He said he came to them and just said, hey, just cut me a little piece of something. T-shirts. <laughs> and then when she says it on TV, fair offer. He says they blew him off. Says they blow him off again and they didn't give him any respect. So he says, hey, if he's got a suit, he'll sue because everybody knows that he has popularized the phrase the man. Um, not really. For me. Like for me, his phrase is to be the man, you gotta beat the man. His phrase is not the man. Like, if you asked me who the man was before Becky, I would have told you it was Brian Kendrick because he's the man with the plan. Like, you know, it, it had more words to it. it. It's been something that he's been hinting at for a couple of weeks, about a month or so. But, yeah, he finally went on, like, TMZ and made it public, public, public. So. Oh, God. I mean, really? if, if, if that was the plan and they reneged, then they owe him money. But... Do I think he has standing? No, I don't. And would I have made that agreement with him? No, I would not have. But if they did, then they need to run him as coin. No, oh, no, they ain't got no agreement with him. What's going to end up happening is they'll end up just cutting him a check of some sort to kind of put the fire out. I'll let the shit burn. <laughs> no, you ain't no goddamn man. <laughs> Miss oh, Letitia, your your thoughts? Anything you'd like to add before we move on to our next nugget of news? Oh, no. I mean, I pretty much agree. I mean, when you hear Ric Flair, you think woo. You don't think the man. So, I, it's bullshit. I call shenanigans. Anthem, the owners of Impact Wrestling, mm. a Canadian company, have purchased Canadian. a majority stake in Access TV. So now they are the ruling entity of Access TV starting like immediately. Like they already shut down the Dallas office, which is where uh, Mark Cuban and all his, you know, the people that he worked closely with were located. So that office is going away. They still have an office in like LA and somewhere else. So the what makes this a part of the wrestling news is impact is now going to have a new home on a major network at some point this year, later on this year where they're going to end up on access access has been the home of new Japan for wrestling. So we think that's going to stay the same and then impact will probably slide into the Tuesday night slot that, SmackDown is leaving. It's just Mm-hmm. So Impact has found a way to get themselves back on major TV. They were on like the Pursuit Network or something. I've never even heard yeah, of Yeah, I was going to say like it was some weird channel that was past where I usually go back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so they've, they've been having like they had something with Twitch but I don't think that they are still doing those, but yeah, so good luck to Impact. 
and Anthem uh, taking over Access. And uh, Steve Harvey is like involved in this too, strangely. He's some type of um, content creator guy, and he's on the board. Like, he's supposed to be bringing. I don't know what type of shows, but he's supposed to be like creating original content for Anthem to put on. Uh huh. Yeah. So, all right. Yeah. So we'll see. And then our final piece of news it's been long overdue. 205 will officially become a part of NXT. So, uh, presuming it's going to be filmed and taped at full sale and be just absorbed into the fabric of NXT. So now the Cruiserweight Championship will be a part of NXT and all of those guys. Finally, they did something right. (laughs) Oh, well, good for them. Good for them. Yes, 205 Live will be much more embraced by the full sale crowd than it ever was trying to piggyback off of Raw or SmackDown. Yeah. So in the end, the guys will be in front of people who care, who know who they are, who will stay to see them do what they do. And it should make the morale of at least the wrestlers better. I'm not going to lie. If you just want to see a good ass wrestling match, most of the time, the main event of 205 Live is really, really good. Like, Chad Gable wrestled Jack Gallagher like twice in one month. They had some really good-ass matches. And then that's thing you know, Chad Gable's on uh, SmackDown winning all these matches. So, it kind of can build some guys up right. on 205 Live, but not enough people have enough eyes on it, so. Hopefully with this move and NXT going to USA, everything will change up and those guys will get the respect that they deserve and need as well. Now it's time to move on to who you got the preview for this Sunday's class of champions. Please use the hashtag cast of champions to share your pro wrestling commentary (laughs) with color. Also, don't forget this Saturday night, 8 p.m. WWE Network. We're going to go back to 1988 and we're going to watch the very first class of champions from the NWA taking place in the Greensboro Coliseum. So that should be a lot of fun. Use the hashtag <laughs> retro cast of champions to be a part of that live tweet. So please join us on Saturday and Sunday and share your pro wrestling commentary with color. So we'll start off with Cruiserweight Championship match. Drew Gulak, Umberto Carrillo, and Lindsay Dorado will face off in a triple threat for the Cruiserweight title. So Miss mm. Didi Jonay, this will probably take place on the Say No to Pre-Shows portion of the event. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm still going to get your selection, though. Who you got? Yes. Uh, I actually <clears throat> think Drew... Drew is going to keep the title. However, that's not how I play the game. So I'm picking Umberto Carrillo. 
Okay. Have you ever... I like him. He's he's a favorite of mine. Yes, he's a good wrestler. He's really good. Yes, he is. Mm-hmm. I'm going to sound like Bret Hart talking about and El Dandy. <laughs> <laughs> he's a serious professional. Miss <laughs> Letitia, who you got? Um, well, I only know the name Drew Gulak, so I'm going to go with him. <laughs> that's okay. the only person I know in this match, so that's my strategy. All right. I'm going to follow you, Miss Letitia, and I'm going to take the champion, Drew Gulak. I'm going to say that he retains the Cruiserweight okay. Championship. Next up, we have Shinsuke Nakamura defending the Intercontinental Championship against <laughs> The Miz. So, Miss Letitia Chanel, who you got? Uh, I think I'm going to go with Shinsuke retaining only because I feel like it's going to somehow further the Sami Zayn angle. Okay. Because he's still valuing him, I think. So, that's, that's what I'm going with. That's what I got. All right. Miss Didi Zone. Who you got? Oh, I also have Shinsuke Nakamura. Yes. 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 Well, I'm going to start early. And I'm going to take The Miz. All right. Going after like a record, I think ninth or tenth time to be the Intercontinental Champion. Then maybe we can see some history. Mm. It would be great if it weren't at the expense of Nakamura. True that. True that. Yeah. In our next matchup, Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross are defending their WWE Women's Tag Team Championships against Fire and Desire, Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville. Miss Letitia Sunil, I'll start with you again. Who you got? Okay. Uh, uh, I hate saying the words I'm about to say. But I think I think Alexa and Nikki are going to retain by shenanigans, of course. Um, I don't think I don't think they're ready to give it to Mandy and Sonya quite yet. I don't think they're ready yet. So. Uh, Miss Didi Jeanne, are you yeah. Going, uh, who who you got? I uh, I don't I don't know how I feel about having to pick between these two sets of women, but I will I will go with future women's champ Sonya Deville and her gay girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> Well, maybe not gay. She's just, you know, you know, a little bit of a flirt. It's just so, speculation. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Manny's just a little flirty flirt. But yeah, I, I'm still anybody but Alexa. So. Yeah. It hurts my heart. I thought you were going to do it this time. You should know better. So, you know you who I it? got? I know. Alexa yeah, we know. and Nikki Cross. <laughs> I'm sorry. You need to be loyal. Yes, because when I'm not, she always wins anyway. Mm-hmm. 
so much judgment between my affinity for Alexa Bliss and Tony Storm. Those are my only Tony two. Tony Storm. Ain't yeah. high. Gosh. Yes. Wow. Yes. <laughs> but everybody else, that's those are my only two. And then everybody else, everybody's like, yes, I agree, I agree. But just those two, side eye all the time. But the next guy who gets a lot of side eyes, AJ Styles. He's defending his United States Championship against Cedric Alexander. So, Miss Didi Jeanne, who you got? Mm. I don't want to. Uh, that's not how I play the game. But I know better. Uh. So, you're thinking AJ Cena is going to appear? Of course. But that's not how I play the game, so I'll just I'll go with Cedric. I know better, but I'll go with Cedric. Okay. Letitia, who you got? Uh, <sighs> my heart hurts. My heart hurts. <laughs> I'm cutting myself deep here. Only because <laughs> this is my first time playing, I want to attempt to win. So I yeah. think I'm going to I'm gonna have to go with um, Kmart, AJ, Cena. <laughs> in his in his his clan of friends, I wanted to go with them. I think <sighs> I don't want to though. It hurts. It hurts. <laughs> but I want to win, or at least attempt to win this. So we're gonna go with AJ. I'm gonna have to approach this with some deeper thought here. Okay. Cedric Alexander is from Charlotte. Correct. Pay-per-view is taking place in Charlotte. Okay. History would say nobody wins in their hometown. Mm-hmm. Except Naomi. Mm-hmm. But here lately, <laughs> with Paul Heyman in charge, Cedric Alexander, Buddy Murphy, Ali, they've been getting more shine and more opportunity. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yes. I think I'm going to take AJ Styles. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they'll probably at least get a fake out of like maybe thinking like get the crowd excited that Cedric yeah. might win it. Shenanigans. Like, like, like AJ might win via shenanigans. You know, Cedric had the count, but the ref was distracted. You know, no, I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh, I can take a sip. Oh, I see what you did there. You know, sometimes you got to do it for yourself. I, <laughs> I don't know what I'm supposed to do with this 5% alcohol by volume. Stupid. So I just drink vodka. Vodka ain't got. <laughs> if you listen to the dark match, you'll find out DD's theory about vodka, but only if you listen to the dark match. Our next, I mean... <laughs> our next matchup. Don't give it away. Our next matchup. No, I was gonna say it might apply to rum too, but it doesn't. No, <laughs> it doesn't apply no, to rum. No, it doesn't. No, 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 it doesn't. a new day. Hopefully, oh. they'll be intact. We hadn't oh. seen them in a couple of weeks because Randy Orton beat up Big E and Xavier Woods. Poor Xavier Woods. He might still have like a you know chip knee or something from the revival attacking him 
But they're taking on the revival for the SmackDown Tag Team Championships. So, Miss Didi Jonay, I'll come back to you. Who you got? Uh, I'm I'm rooting for everybody playing. <laughs> Except Bobby Lashley. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man. I miss him. Where is he? I don't know. That's a good question. He might be hurt. Like it feels wrong making fun of him if I haven't seen him. Like, did he go get like did he go get like a transplant for his ashy skin? Like where is he at? Like, wow. His skin is dry even when he's oiled up. Have you not noticed? <laughs> His spirit is ashy. No lotion can fix it. Oh my God. Just watch just watch clips of him. He's dry even when he's wet. Like I don't know how he manages it. He's ashy. Even though now you mention it. Yeah, did you mention it? I never thought ashy. I just thought he was very matte. Like everything was just But very... how you got matte oil on? That ain't a thing. <laughs> right. I guess it is. Okay. All right. I agree with you. Okay. That's what I'm here for. Observations. <laughs> I see what others don't see. She's a Virgo. Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <sighs> That's why we have the most entertaining podcast in the business, folks. Miss Dijonet. So, Miss Letitia, New Day or Revival? You know, I'm I'm trying to figure out which white team they're going to let win in North Carolina. (laughs) And I think it might be Revival. Mm. Okay. Yeah, I think um, Scott Dawson might be from North Carolina, so... Yeah, he might get the lucky side of the coin if Cedric Alexander can't get it. But I'm going what with you doing? I'm going with the New Day. Oh. They've been beat down so bad the past couple of weeks, they gotta get something. Do they have to? Have yeah. you not seen Samoa Joe? <laughs> Nobody good. has to win anything. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> Samoa Joe wins nothing at all. Ever. <laughs> Now, this will be the one of the most interesting matches of the night. Mm. Seth Rollins and Braun mm. Strowman are defending the Raw Tag Team titles against Dolph Ziggler <laughs> and Robert Roode. So, Miss Didi Jolene, uh, who you got? They're making me go against the man with the best entrance music besides Nakamura, but I cannot turn my back on Braun. Just want you all to understand that Bobby Roode's music is still that girl. Okay. I mean, it's it's still pretty lit. It's pretty lit. I like it. What? Yes. Yes. Miss Letitia, who you got? Um, I gotta agree. I I don't think they're gonna let Braun lose in Charlotte. Okay. To at least one of those matches. So I think if he's gonna if he's gonna get something, I think that's the one he's gonna get as a tag team. Okay. Or at least retain. I'm going to go with Dolph Ziggler and Bobby Roode winning the tag team titles. Mm-hmm. I'm so shocked. 
It's not far-fetched. It's not far-fetched. It's, it's really it's not. Far-fetched. It's really not. But I just, I don't see Braun. Well, clearly, if they lose, Braun won't get pinned. But I want Braun to keep a title. And if he could come out with both, that would be lit, too. That would be lit. But I, I don't think that's going to happen. Because imagine if he does, and then they got to go, like, defend another one. And then he's looking at his partner who he got the belt from. Like, I'll tag you in. You mad? I'm not. <laughs> you mad? <laughs> like, I'm in a great mood. What's wrong with you? Like, it could be fun for me. That's all I'm saying. Bailey is defending her SmackDown women's title against Charlotte Flair. Miss Letitia Chanel, who you got? Um, you know, now that, uh, Charlotte's face is settling back in. I think they're going to give her a title back. (laughs) (laughs) Is that too much? Her face. I don't know. She was looking a little interesting on a Tuesday when she was doing commentary. She does look very different. It was becoming the. uh, It's becoming the. What was the Muppet that played the drums? The girl with the really long hair. Yeah, yeah, it's become a little Janice mm-hmm. in the eye area, in the eye and cheek area. <laughs> but I think she's TV ready again, so I think they're going to give her the title. Well, when, you know, spoiler alert, when she was talking to Bailey in the ring, she did, like, flash ten fingers up, like, ten times. So she also has a milestone coming her way the next time she wins the title. So, could be... Could be. So who you got? We know good damn well I don't got Charlotte. <laughs> <laughs> Why would I have girl Cena? No. <laughs> Only time I have Charlotte is if she fighting Ronda Rousey. Come on. Be serious. Well, I also still just want Bailey to lose, so. I mean, that's also my other. <laughs> you don't like Bailey? Her chin? You know, I don't like her. Why? Well, I think we had this conversation before. Like, I think she's yeah, just too much of a... I don't remember. That's fair. Um, I, you know, as a pro-villain person, even though oh, Bailey is, fair. you know... I got yes. it. Say no more. Yeah. Say less. I got it. Can't do it. Can't do it. I got it. I see. I, I got it. <laughs> well, I'm going to go with Bailey retaining her <gasps> SmackDown Women's title. What? Yeah. Wow. She might have a little help. That's fine. Might be a little, you're not cheating, you're not trying. Might be a little boss time at some point. Right now for the part of the night that I hope helps Didi Jonay mm-hmm. and her who is this man <laughs> plot hole that she's had on her show the past two weeks. I like that nigga don't exist and I'm pissed. Roman Reigns is taking on Eric Rowan in a no disqualification match. I'm picking Roman because I'm pissed. Fuck Eric Rowan. <laughs> like, like, did you hire him? Like, was did you get him so he could be like, was like plausible deniability? Like, what was it? Like, <laughs> oh, I hate drop plot points. It's the worst. <laughs> 
Jesus Christ. It's almost as bad as how did Batman get back to Gotham City? Like, I hate it. <laughs> um, how would you feel about the Joker trailer? Hmm. Yeah, I mean, they, in the middle. Here's what happened. Yeah. I was, I was, I was, it, it, it's, you know, I, I don't really care about poor Caucasian men with mental issues. You know, sorry, not sorry. Don't care. But then I saw a clip and they put the snap your fingers to your step. <laughs> oh, wait, wait, they're they, on the stage. Was, <laughs> I swear they just can't. And okay. that really did enjoy well, it. I enjoyed that part a lot. So, I mean, I don't know if I'll go see it. Maybe if somebody else pays for it. Or maybe I'll go on, like, $5 Tuesdays. But that kind of movie gives me, like, MAGA hat, I keep three guns with me, and my girl broke up with me, so now I'm going to shoot up the place. You know, like, I just, maybe I'll wait till they get on, you know, Amazon Prime or something. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. How did you feel about it? I thought visually it looked really good. I thought that the uh, acting is going to be very uh, interesting because it's such a, you know, Heath Ledger like elevated yeah. the role to uh, such a high level now that. Uh, the, did you read how they said that the guy was like, don't mention Thomas Wayne, don't mention like. Batman related shit like they said he would be much more into the role if it was just like a guy named Arthur so he ain't even really trying to give it like Joker DC Comics mood and I guess maybe that's the best way to you know stop all of the comparisons if you're just like I'm not even trying to do that so you can't say I did it bad right. that's not what I was doing right. but also it's like if you're not in comic book mode why are you in a comic book movie exactly and it's Joker. It's a comic book movie. I don't care how dark and twisted you try to make it. It's only the it's most still a comic book iconic movie. comic book villain ever. Yeah. I mean, you hey. know, Marvel. Yeah. Marvel has a Marvel has all the superheroes, but they villains are kind of eh. yeah. DC. But there's nobody yeah. more iconic than Joker. Like Joker's yeah. that guy. Yeah, as a bad guy, yeah. It's only the only next person would probably be like Darth Vader. Ah. Oh. <laughs> I never got into Star Wars. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. The movie's too long. <laughs> Can't do it. Well, Miss Letitia, we'll get back to the who you got. Oh yeah. Who you got? <laughs> you got Eric Rowan I... you got Roman Wright. <laughs> um I mean it's fine. It's fine. Um I think it's it's gonna have to be Roman. I don't, I don't see it going any other. All right. Well, I'm going with Eric Rowan, and I'm going to say. Such a troll, yo. And I'm going to say the stunt double shows his face again. And. I, w- I would love the plot points to come back. Then we get an official explanation of who he is. Are you predicting some twin magic happening somehow? Listen. Yes. If they try to be like, that's just some guy I got off Craigslist, I am burning the place down. <laughs> <laughs> to the ground <laughs> oh, I just found him on Indeed what do you mean like, <laughs> I'm already appalled oh. just at the idea <laughs> I think that this next match is going to be a clean sweep 
because it's Kofi Kingston defending mm. his WWE Championship against Randy Orton. Uh, do I really have to ask everybody who they have? Well, you ain't got to ask me. I definitely know yeah. who you got. Yeah. Right. I know. Let's see about that. Yeah. You not going to play spoiler, Dom? No, not this time. All right. There we go. <laughs> Next up, the man, Becky Lynch, faces off against <laughs> the boss, Sasha Banks, for the Raw <laughs> Women's Championship. Miss Letitia, who you got? Um, I would like for uh, Sasha to win. Just you know, for the fact that if Bailey loses, it'll make me real happy if Sasha wins. <laughs> All right, taking me some risks in that friendship. <laughs> Miss Didi Jane. I don't want any risks in the friendship. I want them to be winners together. Like she just bought that. She- she should have a win. And I'm off Charlotte, so she can have a loss. So I want the Boston hug beat down to prosper together. All right. Yeah, I'm all about the boss on this one, too. I think Sasha Banks should get the title. Break it up from Becky just a little bit. Change it up a little mm-hmm. bit. Give Becky something new to talk about. And, uh, yeah, let Sasha and Bailey have the titles together and be like the heel affection with the belts. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be cool. And then, yeah, uh, I mean, oh, in a perfect world, I guess it would have been in a perfect world, I guess I would have liked them for them to go after the tag titles. Then she know they're essentially a team, but, but this is fine too. Been there, done that. Next. No, I mean like, and actually prosper. With, oh, with yeah. people in the back who have support, who support, you know, not, yeah. not like before. Not like before. Yeah. Different. Yeah. Different. You it's know. It's the reason why Sasha has blue hair now. Right. Blue hair, Sasha. <laughs> It'd be totally different. <laughs> those damn women's tag team titles. Remember how much you lobbied for those damn things and you finally got them and then they just ruined it. She was like, not yeah. like that. God damn. It's like when you're like, oh, I really want like something that you really, really want and somebody gives it to you, but it's like the dollar store version. You're like, I didn't mean that. Like, <laughs> I, wanted, I wanted the other one. <laughs> like, I wanted you to care when you gave it to me. Like, I didn't want you to give me like, uh-huh. not the smash Reese's cup, but like the nice Reese's cup. Like, that's what I want. Uh-huh. You know, like, you know, the Reese's cup where all the chocolate's still stuck on the bottom. So then you got to like lick, lick the paper, not that Reese's cup, like the fresh Reese's <laughs> That one. That's what I had meant. Huh. <laughs> Main you event. Yeah, you do. Okay. Main event of the evening. Braun Strowman <laughs> is challenging for the universal title against his tag team partner, <laughs> Seth Rollins. <laughs> so, Miss Didi Jonay, who you got? I can never say no to Braun. Mm-hmm. That's a big boy. Twice in one night. Listen, I'm wait. I'll tell you my business. Miss <laughs> 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 Letitia Chanel, who you got? Well, 
my heart wants to go with Braun. I am a Braun fan. I'm a fan of, of the big beefy villain, big fan. Mm-hmm. But thinking <laughs> a little bit strategically, mm-hmm. you know, because mm-hmm. the winner of this match is going to face a certain someone in Hell in a Cell. Isn't that the rumor? So, yeah. That is the and rumor. So, so if if that rumor were to come to light, I don't think I want Braun in that match. I would rather have Seth in that match. But I'm going with my heart. I'm going to say Braun. Braun's going to win. Oh, okay. I'm going to go with my heart. I'm going to go with my heart. I mean, from experience, sometimes it serves you well, sometimes it doesn't. You won't know until... Sunday. Yeah, you're it's, right. It's so hard to guess. I'm gonna go with Seth Rollins retaining. Mm-hmm. And Braun should have been a champion way before now, but I don't see him getting it quite yet. So yeah. next time, next go round, maybe with a different challenge, a champion, he can finally fulfill his. Destiny. I don't know. Man, it's been like four years now, three years now. He should have at least been the champion, at least for like six weeks. Right. Just to to see. Just to see if he could do it. But be on the lookout for the polls, the who you got, uh, cast the champions, hashtag, and then you can tell us who you have. You can vote on our Twitter page. The official poll for Clash of Champions. All the matches. Tell us who you got. Please vote on the Twitter page. WrestleCast, that is, on Twitter. So now it's time for Monday Night Raw. We start off with the glass breaking. It's Stone Cold Steve Austin. Still the loudest ovation in wrestling 20 years later. Comes out, talks about some memories in Madison Square Garden. People loving everything he's got to say. He does the what routine. Then he brings out Seth Rollins and Braun Strowman for their contract signing. Braun throws his hand out there. Stone Cold doesn't really acknowledge it at first. It's so funny because... (laughs) It's like, Braun Strowman, how you gonna try to shake this man's hand after last week you threatened to put hands on him? That ain't cool. We got business to take care of, gentlemen. Braun Strowman. Seth Rollins. Been a little difficulty signing this contract. For what reason, I have no idea. But I'm here to take care of business for you guys to sign this damn contract so these people can watch you guys get it on. Well, let's get to signing that contract. But first of all, we are in New York City. We are in Madison Square Garden. And that is Stone Cold Steve Austin. So this is what I'm talking about when I say burn it down. Steve, I, I don't know if you know this, but this big goon over here, he uh, he thinks you might have it in for him tonight. He's a little concerned. Matter of fact, he, he thinks 
I might have it in for him in our tag title match this Sunday. Nobody's stabbing anybody in the back. I told you this before, I am the best wrestler on the planet. I am the universal champion. And after Clash of Champions, I'm still gonna be the best wrestler on the planet. And I'm still gonna be universal champion. Seth Rollins has signed the contract. Braun, it's up to you now. Look, first and foremost, I grew up watching you, and I have nothing but the utmost respect. But let's be for real, Steve. A rattlesnake's still a rattlesnake. <laughs> and Seth, you ain't got nothing to worry about. I ain't turning my back on you. I like being tag champs. But I'm gonna love being Universal Champion. And you're gonna get these hands. So, Stone Cold, turn your little beady eyes to me and just know this sit this play out or you might get hurt. You see? Why don't you put a little bass in your voice, then? Why don't you shut up, Steve? You see this man? He looks at a championship and gets a universal title match. How does that happen? So let me ask you, Steve, since you know everything, since you've done everything, since you've been in this business for so long, you old fart. You gotta know where I'm coming from, right? I don't know where you're coming from, but I damn sure know where you're going. Oh, look at this! Rollins and Strowman going right after the OC and AJ Styles. Strowman launching Gallows to the floor. Rollins and Strowman cleaning house oh, to kick off like Raw. Oh, is headed! Move out of the way of fake trades and coming! Strowman's not done. AJ Styles outnumbered in the ring. Rollins went for the stop, and Styles sent him over the top rope. Oh, no, no. Turn around, AJ. To Monday Night Raw, Stone Cold Steve Austin can do no wrong. He's the most popular wrestler in WWE in 2019, and he hasn't actually had a wrestling match in like 17 years. So. 
Go figure. Go figure. So right yeah. after that, AJ Styles and Cedric Alexander, they have a match. Alexander hits the Michinoku driver for a two count. They break into counters, which leads into an enziguri by Alexander. And that's when Carl Anderson arrives. The OC, they attack, and they cause a disqualification. So the OC, they beat down Cedric Alexander until the Viking Raiders make the save. So they kick ass. They hit Thor's hammer on poor Carl Anderson, and they stand tall with Cedric Alexander. Did y'all see how Cedric Alexander was looking? He was like, I don't even know if I was just these big bastards. Sasha and Bailey say that they plan to beat Charlotte and Becky later on tonight in their match. Roman Reigns arrives and uh, he talks about his battle with leukemia. He thanks the fans for their support and says that he planned to use his platform to pay it forward. So Reigns says that he's visited uh, pediatric cancer facilities and he's brought some of the patients to Raw. So he brings out the kids and their wrestling gimmicks and Reigns puts them over and asks the fans to support them. So it's time, you know, the time of the year for kind of cure. So this was a real, 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 real sweet and touching moment. No, Dee Dee, this wasn't a them kids moment this week. I mean, I felt some kind of way about that first little child who walked out with the mask on and then took the mask off. Like, well, why did you have the mask on, sweetheart? But again, I'm hateful, right? <laughs> but it's like, if you're going to be a luchador, be a luchador. It's time for Charlotte and Becky Lynch versus Bailey and Sasha Banks. Becky slams Banks to the steps and locks on the disarmor as it completely breaks down on the floor. Back in, Bailey heads up top and the elbow drop eats knees. Banks distracts Charlotte, allowing Bailey to cradle her for a two count. Charlotte then hits the natural selection on Bailey and Charlotte and Becky get the win. They had a lot of time. They actually might have had a little bit too much time. It felt like the crowd was kind of going in and out of some parts. But uh, other than Charlotte not having her best night in MSG, this was a hell of a match. I I thought they they did really good. And like I said, they let them have a real ass match. Yeah. But that damn moonsault Charlotte pulled off was terrible. (laughs) Oh, was she... Kind of hovered over Sasha. Yeah. <laughs> My gosh, yeah. come on, man. It's been a while. She probably was afraid of, like, you know, contact. <laughs> Maybe some parts are still sensitive. <laughs> yeah, you're right. As picturesque as her muso is, and as, you know, we've seen her do it on the outside, we've seen her do, like, the twisting thing. And then you pull that off, Madison Square Garden. Oh, man, that was weak. <laughs> the OC, they're backstage. They're complaining. AJ says that they still run this place. That's when Bobby Roode and Ziggler arrive. They mock them and say that they should all unite and take care of business tonight. And AJ agrees. Ray Mysterio is back in the ring, and he's facing Grand Metalik. Ray hits the seat at Centon, the springboard high cross, and Mendelik fires back with the rope walk drop kick. They work up top, they trade strikes, and Mendelik hits a Hurricane Rana for a two count. 
Ray manages to counter back with the code red for two. Ray follows with the Hurricane Rana, a 619, and then he hits the Frog Splash, and Ray Mysterio gets the win. This was a nice lucha match. Grand Metalik got to show off some of his impressive moves. He almost killed Ray Mysterio with the dive to the outside. Caught Ray in the head and neck area in a bad angle, but luckily Ray Mysterio was okay. Yeah. Our guys, the Street Profits are here. They're hyping class of champions this Sunday, so they run through all the matches and the possibilities. Uh, Antonio Dawkins showing his love for Sasha in the blue hair. I see you, dog. <laughs> Samoa Joe, Baron Corbin, and Ricochet in the King of the Ring semifinal match. Ricochet and Corbin trade strikes and chops. We get a big boot by Corbin, and Ricochet is down. Ricochet counters the choke breaker into a sunset flip for two, but runs into the deep six for two count. Joe chokes out Corbin on the floor. Ricochet heads up top, and Ricochet hits an apron shooting star press onto both men. Back in, Ricochet heads up top, but rolls through on the 630. Joe gets the clutch, but Ricochet counters into the recoil. The 630 connects, but Corbin pulls Ricochet out of the ring, tosses him into the front row, gets in the ring, and pins Samoa Joe, and Baron Corbin is in the finals of the King of the Ring tournament. Wait, wait, Samoa Joseph lost? <laughs> <laughs> you mean it? Lost to Arian Corbin. Mm, mm, mm. There's so many layers for me on this. I'm with you, Didi. Why didn't we all knew Samoa Joe was going to get beat last week when they even made the match? <laughs> So why didn't they just have Ricochet beat him when they wrestled instead of having that? Fun to give you all hope and snatch it away. <laughs> Doing that double pin thing, <laughs> and then oh my gosh, I laughed so hard when he threw Ricochet into the front row. I thought he was just gonna throw him into the barricade, and he was just gonna like crash into the barricade and couldn't get up. But when he threw him into the front row, I was like, oh, shit, there's no doubt Baron Corbin's about to win this. Boy, people about to be mad. (laughs) 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 Baron Corbin's growing on me just because people don't like him. He's very good at making people not like him. Yeah, he's he's got that shenanigans I I can get down with. Lacey Evans is here. She's going to face Natalia. Natty gets the sharpshooter, and Natty gets the win. So, yay for Natalia. Yay for what? Yay. They did the anti Samoa Joe with Natalia. Usually, she's the one that's always losing. That's true. That's true. Firefly Funhouse time. Bray welcomes us as a rambling rabbit warns us up. Stranger Danger. Talking about Steve Austin. The puppets go insane over this and Bray quiets them down. He tells them to take turns talking. He says strangers are friends you haven't made yet. Seth and Braun have new friends now, but they won't help them where they are going. But the fiend never forgets. See you in hell. Mm-hmm. At first, when he first started this, I was like, 
oh man, I know Stone Cold somehow is going to come out at the end of this show. What if the <laughs> Fiend attacks his ass? It's like, that'll be some TV right there. That'll have people talking. It's time for our main event. 10-man tag team match. Bobby Roode, Dolph Ziggler, AJ Styles, Carl Anderson, and Luke Gallows. They're facing Seth Rollins, Braun Strowman, Cedric Alexander, Eric, and Ivar, the Viking Raiders. Braun runs wild with the shoulder tackles, but then gets posted as Eric tags in and runs wild on Dolph and uh, Bobby. Excuse me, on Dolph and Bobby Roode. AJ cuts him off. Ivar tags in and takes him down. He heads up top and hits a huge cannonball dive. Onto the pile on the guys on the floor. We get a lumbar check by Cedric Alexander on AJ, and Cedric Alexander pins the United States champion. Immediately, immediately, as soon as the pinfall hits, Steve Austin's music hits, Stone Cold <laughs> arrives, and it's beer bash time for the baby faces. Uh, Cedric Alexander is having the time of his life as he yes. just pinned AJ Styles in Madison Square Garden and now he is drinking beer with Stone Cold Steve Austin. He uh, had his uh, they do the YouTube videos afterwards and he's like they're like yes you know one of the greatest nights of my life who could ever imagine you know I'm Drinking beer with Stone Cold Steve Austin MSG. He was like, yeah, I might have had about, you know, too many, two or six out there, but, you know, Stone Cold <laughs> Steve Austin. <laughs> <laughs> so, I love it. Good for Cedric Alexander getting his moment to shine. He's had a very good month uh, in the ring, so I'm glad that he's getting a chance to face AJ Styles for United States Championship just like we predicted last week they would somehow make this happen Miss Didi Jonay I'm going to bring you back in for your rating of this week's Monday Night Raw oh like a 3.8 okay yeah it was a strong show it was really good it flowed I wasn't sleepy it kept me up and interested which is always a plus for Monday Night Raw mm-hmm Miss Letitia Chanel, if you would have a rating of Monday Night Raw, if you don't, that's fine. Um, what's my scale again? Oh, one through one through five. <laughs> one through five. Um, you know, I would, I might give it a four. I felt like it was a really strong show. I felt like most of the matches were really good, and um, it was a good setup for Clash of Champions. Like it was actually a really good setup show. I enjoyed it. I'm right with you ladies. I'll give it a 3.5 as well. Thought it was a real strong showing. Like I said, the Stone Cold right off the beginning, getting the stunner. Last time we didn't give anybody the stunner. Everybody was like, oh man, you got Stone Cold out there and nobody get the stunner. So AJ got it. Like I said, Xavier Woods is somewhere so jealous of uh, Steve Austin getting out there with AJ, Seth Rollins, and Cedric Alexander, all the guys he plays video games with, and they all got to do something <laughs> with Stone Cold. I know he is so <laughs> mad. So that was fun. Sasha and Bailey oh. versus Charlotte and Becky. That was a strong match. Probably the best yeah. match of the show. So it has some good stuff on this Monday night, Raw. Mm-hmm. 
Miss Didi Jonet, it's time for yes. SmackDown Matters. Before, before we do that, I need your assistance. Yes, ma'am. We have choices. Oh, okay. Grapefruit, pineapple, black cherry, or wild berry. Pineapple. Pineapple. Now, where is pineapple? Oops. Jesus. Wait. So while I'm looking for alcohol, you all can visit Amazon.com through the CSPN.us website. Hit the banner. Keep our podcast free. Go on there. There's no extra fee for you, but that money kicks back to us and gives you free programming. Yeah, that's what you can do. And maybe, just maybe, they sell things like Heart Cider on Amazon. I'm not sure. They sell everything else, right? Did we say pineapple? Pineapple. Pineapple. Oh, there we go. All nope. right. This tastes good. Well, I'm sure it'll smell good because the mango was amazing. My second choice, my first actual choice was going to be black cherry, but I was like, I don't know how good that's going to taste. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know about that. Mm-hmm. See, I've been stuck on mango and then I'm, I'm finishing up lime. So I was like, let me get a, a second can for the Smackdown Matters report. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, my Smackdown is very fancy. We start off with The Undertaker because you know his bedtime is 9 o'clock. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> he arrives and says, I'm awful. You all should know that by now. He arrives and says, For 30 years, these grounds, because they're at Madison Square Garden, have been his home. And he doesn't know how many more times he can come home because remember, he's retired like six times. So. He says, Titans were born here, and he took a small part of all of those souls with him. They will not be forgotten, but they will be here for all eternity. You know, it's very dark because it's, you know, it's spooky season coming up, so we get to be that kind of way. But to break up the spooky vibe, Sammy Zayn arrives. He says he doesn't know much, but he knows they respect legends, and Taker is a legend. He puts over Taker's history in Madison Square Garden and says it has been Taker's yard. He respects Undertaker and says that tonight it shouldn't be Undertaker opening the show. It should be him. He, Sammy, is the future of WWE. And while the fans want him to take out Undertaker, he's here out of respect to ask Taker to just leave the ring. Sammy got a nerve on him. I don't think he considers himself a white man, but he is acting exceedingly Caucasian on today. Like, my God. And oh, folks, bit of bit of a hint for you. In all things, carry yourself with the confidence of a mediocre white man. <laughs> It'll Amen. get you far. It'll get you far. It will. You become the president. Girl, okay, I didn't want to say it, but yes, I'll say it. <laughs> I'll say it. Facts. Apply for that job. Cause are you qualified? No. And neither is the no. president. It don't matter. It do not <laughs> matter. Apply for mm-hmm. all of it, girl. Do all of it. <laughs> I'm a makeup artist. Who says me? The fuck you mean? I'm an accountant. Who said? I did. What are you talking about? Yes. Do you know Excel? I sure do. What the? What? <laughs> Lie. Because all they do, yes. All you have to do is say it with confidence and nobody checks them. Mm-hmm. At all. Ever. 
How do you think Randy Orton got this far? Anyway, Sammy has Undertaker to do the right thing, pass the torch, and Madison Square Garden and WWE will be in good hands. So the Undertaker hands him the mic and acts like he's going to leave. Sammy celebrates, does what he should never do, which is what? Turn your back on me, Mufasa. And Taker comes back into the ring and choke, choke slams our favorite Sammy. So sad, so sad. <laughs> like, why you can't celebrate and watch somebody leave the ring? Why you gotta turn your back to have a good time? Like, you never been in a street fight. <laughs> you never gone through things. Ridiculous. Um, in the back, Shane meets with Chad Gable and praises him, but informs him that Elias is injured apparently with like a broken ankle or some shit. And so Chad is like, oh, great. So I get a buy into the finals. And Shane's like, last, you're going to have a match. And oh, I thought he told him later, but he's going to have a match. And that match is going to be with Shane O'Mac. So that's how that's going to work. How do we feel? Do we care? Man, Are we surprised? No, we're not. Pissed. People was mad. Shane was in this match. Oh, they was mad. Uh, this waste of time. Like, Absolute boy, waste of time. Shane McMahon gonna fuck around and win the King of the Ring. That's what everybody was thinking. Man. Right. <laughs> I mean, he already said he's the best in the world, so why wouldn't he be the King of the Ring? Like, Right. And then again, what did I say? Confidence of a mediocre white man. It's like we all saw the writing on the wall. We can see where it was going to go. What happens next? Oh, there's a match with The Miz and Andrade. Miz hits some running knees and Andrade then charges. Miz dumps Andrade to the floor. He follows with a dropkick and tosses Andrade into Nakamura, who is at ringside on commentary. Listen, Nakamura and I Don't Speak English are two of my favorite things. (laughs) So instead of just blatantly (laughs) saying I don't speak English like he used to, he answers questions given to him in English, in Japanese, <laughs> and then Corey acts like he knows Japanese and tells everybody what he said. Now, I don't know Japanese, but I'm pretty sure that Corey don't know either, so it's just like a, a best guess. But that's fine. It doesn't matter. It's amusing. It works for me. So that is why Andrade got tossed in the Nakamura. Back in three, Andrade back elbow gets a two. Andrade then misses the moonsault and Miz hits the skull crushing finale and he gets the win almost instantly. Nakamura lays out the Miz um, with a kick to the head. It looked like a Kinshasa, but they didn't call it a Kinshasa. And then he hit him with a Kinshasa for sure the second time. So the highs and the lows. How do you feel about the the jumpsuit? Who? Nakamura. Nakamura? Yeah, the oh, Elvis the Elvis jumpsuit. With the titty on my stop, I'm a big fan. <laughs> Nakamura in a cleavage and a sweater. Yes. I love Nakamura's aesthetic. Oh my gosh. He's my favorite. <laughs> mm. If I if I had got skinny long quick enough, I'd have been Nakamura for Halloween. Put me on a little you know what? With a zipper in the middle, little wet curly wig parted to the side. That's all you gotta do. And anytime somebody talks, you be like, I don't speak English. That's not Kamura. It's right there. It's a great option. Oh my gosh. 
okay, so backstage, Shane makes fun of Chad for being short and officially names himself. Yeah, that's what I thought. Shane didn't name himself the opponent at the beginning. He named himself after the Miz match. So everybody was like, boo, you whore. So yeah. So then Mandy's in the back and she cuts a promo and says she'd be embarrassed to be Nikki Cross because Nikki's ugly and Mandy's beautiful. I'm not paraphrasing. That's literally what she said. She continues to mock Nikki as Alexa arrives with Cross. So it's a one-on-one match. It's Mandy versus Nikki. Cross rushes the ring and attacks. She's running wild. She locks on a sleeper, but Mandy cuts her off. Mandy takes control, grounds the action, cross fires up, and follows with some strikes. Uh, Nikki slams Mandy to the buckles and follows with a bulldog. Then Nikki heads up top, and Sonya, what she do? She distracts her. Take a sip. What a blessing. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, this drink is flat. I'm glad I got another one. Alexa takes Sonya out as Cross misses the high cross, but she cradles Mandy for the win. So, yay, I guess. Mm -hmm. I liked Nikki back when she was, like, crazy, crazy, crazy. So if she wanna like snap into her psychosis, I could be into that. Yeah, she's really mellowed out since she's gotten with Alexa Bliss. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I don't like mm-hmm. it. But well, if she wanna like, snap her out of it. If she wanna make her craziness like like how uh Finn makes his demon, like she ain't always there, but sometimes she'll pop in. I could I could get with that. That could work for me. Um, backstage heavy machinery is making smoothies. Oh, let me tell you what these little Asian people do. That's not sound racist. I don't mean it like that. I'm into K-pop, right? And so when you a K-pop star, you gotta be real, like cute or whatever. Some people take right. it way too fucking far though. So there's this one Chinese guy. Don't ask me why he's in K-pop. That's Korea, but he's Chinese, and he was like, "I make a protein smoothie. What's in your protein smoothie?" He shit that everybody says: bananas, kale. Blah, 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 blah. Chicken. Excuse me? Chicken. <laughs> chicken breast. What you mean, chicken breast? So he's telling like this, raw like, chicken? no, cooked chicken. Like, boiled oh. chicken. But still, Ew. who want a chicken smoothie? Like, who want a chicken banana smoothie? So he says this, and there's some other Asian guy who's like an actor. He's like, yeah, I do that too. Excuse me? So all y'all are just out here drinking chicken fucking smoothies? So, that's so, it so is in my head, protein, though. it is a lot of protein, and that's why they do it. But there got to be better ways. Like, I understand them protein powders might have carbs in them, and like maybe it defeats the purpose. But your answer can't be chicken breast. Like, well, I guess it can. But should it, <laughs> should it be though? Should it be is my question. So anyway, yes. When I thought about heavy machinery in the smoothies. That's what I thought about. And actually, they had made smoothies before, remember? And he they gave it to Becky. And it had a lot of disgusting shit in it then, too. But she was like, not so bad. So it's like, y'all are just full of poor decision makers over there. I'm trash. <laughs> no. But yeah, I digress. Bailey meets with Ember Moon backstage, and Moon isn't happy with the new Bailey. Bailey says she did what she did to save the division. They argue. And set up a match for later tonight. First of all, who are you to argue with me about what I did? Are you my mama? Do you pay my bills? Do you sign my checks? You don't like it? I don't care. I didn't like it when, what's the name, bullied you for like two months, but you got over it. 
<laughs> like you worried about the wrong things. You let fucking Mandy bully you and snap a damn magazine out your hand for like three weeks straight. But Bailey hits a couple people with a fucking chair. Big whoop. So dramatic. Oh my god. <laughs> Ember's Ember's not gonna she's gonna have a hard time getting over with you. Listen. You know, I I don't mind Bailey, but I am almost always team heel. So, oh, you were mean to somebody is not going to endear you to me at all. You got damn right I was mean. Be nice for what? What does nice get you? What does nice get you? It gets you Hillary Clinton in the fucking woods because niggas lied on her and scammed her out of her well-earned presidency. I was about to say pregnancy. That's, that's <laughs> you were. I'm like, girl, that's a, yeah. that's a whole exactly. nother podcast. That's a whole nother podcast. Definitely not the right one. <laughs> Presidency. It's a different P. <sighs> Any hoodle. Back to this. Heavy Machinery has a match with Jimmy and Johnny Kickpads. You know, I really like when we call them boots and tights. I do enjoy boots and tights better. But yes, Tucker, um, I believe that's not the fat one, dominates at the bell and just tosses one of the kick pad brothers around. A big lariat follows. And then Otis, Team Chunk Chunk, the ginger, he tags in and hits corner splashes and the caterpillar. The compactor finishes it as heavy machinery get the win. Nice and easy. Shane meets with Kevin in the back. And says he's reconsidered that $100,000 fine and instead makes Kevin the referee for tonight's King of the Rings semifinal match. Remember, him versus Chad Gable. Owens isn't all that happy about it because, you know, Canadians, they see shenanigans from afar. He knew what was up. Eric Rowan is in the back, and apparently this is the real Eric Rowan, not the one from Craigslist. (laughs) And says... (laughs) It says all of his life people didn't get him. They all think Someone else controls him, like from before Bray Wyatt, then Daniel Bryan, whatever. And then they found out later that, nope, that all changed last week. Look him in the eyes and see what it is that makes him tick. He is a mastermind, not a mindless brute. I'm going to request that as the mastermind, you act like a mastermind in a movie and tell me your whole plot so I understand what the fuck is going on. You know that... (laughs) That that good monologue that they give you when they could just be killing the person, but then they just right. tell the story. I want that part because that's what I don't have. And who is the man from Craigslist? Anyway, Roman arrives and hits the Superman punch. Like he just went straight into the ring. Like fuck the frail shit. They go to the floor. Roman cuts him off. They brawl into the crowd. Superman punch by Reigns and security arrives, but Reigns hits another Superman punch and Roman power bombs a fan. That wasn't Enzo, was it? No. Was it Enzo? <laughs> <laughs> I it was Enzo. Because he had said something about trying to like sneak his ass in or buy a ticket and get in. And I was like, that would be hilarious if he snuck his ass in and then they power bombed him. I would have cackled. But yes, a quote unquote fan. Onto the pile of security. Rowan then wipes out Roman and security with a running crossbody. He drags Reigns up the ramp and beats him down on the stage. Reigns fires up with another Superman punch. There's some ground and pound, but Rowan hits him with the boom camera to stand tall. You know, the boom camera is that camera on the on the crane. So yes. Nice. 
That was resourceful. That was resourceful. Listen, if you're not cheating, you're not trying. If you're in a fight, you fight with everything around you, including other people. (laughs) Apparently. (laughs) Excuse me me while I open this can. Yes. Yes, that's loud. Yes. Okay. You heard it. That's that good salsa. Popping in that top. Okay, well, it smells exactly like pineapple. I'll get into what it tastes like in a second. Um, there's a match between Bailey and Ember Moon. Charlotte is on commentary in a suit jacket and shorts. Apparently, that's the style. Uh. <laughs> Ember lands an enziguri and a springboard high cross for two. The powerbomb is countered, and Bailey knocks Moon to the floor. Moon then cuts off the suicide dive, but Bailey avoids the eclipse, and Bailey and hits the Bailey to belly to win the match and then charlotte gets into the ring kind of gestures that's when she does her little 10 time finger sign bailey is a school uh is a member of the school of don't turn your back on me mufasa so when she gets out of the ring she backs out of the ring and never turns her back to charlotte and that is how you prevent somebody from stabbing you in the back it's easy you just have to not be stupid anyway Kofi's there and he says it is good to be back in the world's greatest arena why does everybody like Madison Square Garden so much the world's most famous arena why was it the first one or something was it the biggest for a while New York New York City I remember yeah in the days of trains and the world wasn't so big or the world wasn't so small I mean you know that was the biggest place in the United States biggest arena that's interesting because I notice even now, even like people who are like from England, they're like, oh my God, I got to perform at Madison Square Garden. And it's yeah. like, bitch, you played at Barclays the other day. Like, it's bigger. But apparently, that's the one that has like name recognition. Yeah, like, the oldest. Means yeah. something. Yeah, it's one yeah. of the oldest, uh, not the oldest, but one of the oldest arenas in the country. Yeah. So, you know, biggest stage. It's New York. I've never been there. I've only been to Barclays. Shout out to Jade and Tatiana. <laughs> Angelina. And Jay's mama. Yeah. And the Caucasian people who decided to wrestle on the street after the match was over. Yeah, it was great. It was a great, great time. Yes. So, world's greatest arena. Kofi says the building would always have a special place in his heart, place in his heart because it's where he decided to step up to one of the biggest stars in WWE to prove that he belonged. He whipped him in the ring, out of the ring, and the cherry on top was when he put him through a table. He said the entire garden was chanting his name, and then he knew one day he would be back as a WWE champion. He mentioned the kids in the audience and how some might be too young to remember, so he decides to show the footage of the boom drop on or and from 10 years ago, and the footage was nice, I must admit. It was great looked amazing to me. He says that was a very small taste of what he was going to do to Randy Orton at Clash of Champions when he remains the WWE champion. Orton arrives. Can you imagine? He calls him stupid. Orton told Mm. Kofi he's won the title seven times and the Royal Rumble twice, but none of that matters. He was going to take the WWE championship on Sunday because Kofi has spent the last 10 years pretending to be something he's not whether it was the fake Jamaican accent, that's not his fault, or the fake power positivity shit, that's not fake. Fake people can't be fake for three years straight. They really do have happy and shit. They, 
fucking weird, but it's not fake. <laughs> you, have you been fake MAGA for the last three years? Of course you have. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be real here. Um, Kofi then attacked and took Orton out with a chair shot. He sets Orton to put him through a table, but the table collapsed. So, so Kofi set him up on a different one with a chair shot. He then climbed up a flight of stairs and put Orton through a table just like 10 years ago. What an icon. He then celebrated and fired up with the crowd. Beat his ass, Kofi. Yes. <laughs> that was cool <laughs> that they like recreated history. Mm-hmm. Mm. It was fun. Very much so, like I did it once, I'll do it again. Um, but then it's like, God damn, you still got the same people from 10 years ago. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, this is one of the times where I was just like, dang, Randy Orton could really use a chair shot to the head. Not more than one, see? but but just see? one. See? Oh. See? They don't do that anymore. No, they but don't. But I am a big fan of it. It's, and you know, some people, some people are like, "Oh, CTE." Um, you probably already have it. Get the fuck over it. Like, take the chair shot and go. That's hateful. I don't mean it to be. I just really like chair shots to the head. Like, I like chair shots everywhere, but like, to the head is like, I don't like you, and I would like to maim you. Do you mind? And when you take the chair shot, you're like, I don't mind at all. Like, Let me save it up for Sunday. Nah, dubs don't do that no more. Nah, they don't do that no more. You you have to go to some hard. Yeah, you gotta go for the, the new yeah, yeah, people. Yeah. Yeah. Or some people trying to make a name for themselves. AEW. Okay, so your final match of the night is Sean Gable versus Shane McMahon. Kevin is the special referee. Oh, we didn't talk about the news. About how Kevin Owens is friends with Champa, oh. and they go to parks, and they go to parks with Kevin's kids, and Champa holds their hand. Like <laughs> an adorable person. <laughs> I want to be friends with Champa. Hold his hand in a park. <laughs> then I was like, Sammy must be seething. <laughs> <laughs> told Kevin Owens he's going to reconsider the $100,000 fine he levied against him after SummerSlam. He said, quote, I'm giving you a job. And it was a great example of why Shane McMahon is a benevolent leader. This is a win-win situation for Kevin Owens. He does his job. He saves his family $100,000. That is a gigantic amount of money. I know that and that's not relatable. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Cable, Cable! Sullivan, gentlemen! This could be the cover! Cable did it! Cable did it! I can't believe it! Here is your winner! Cable! How did this happen? Great officiating job by Kevin Owens! The same way Shane McMahon screwed Kevin Owens against Elias in round one of this tournament and comes back to bite Shane! The Cinderella story continues for Chad Gable! Oh, that's alright. I'm sure Kevin will explain to his kids why they can't go to college now. Listen, Kevin Owens did his job. He officiated the match. No, 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 no. No, no, stop that down. No, stop that down. This match is now two 
out of three falls. Oh, God. Of course. That's very reasonable. Oh, yeah. Yeah, very reasonable. You have all the power in the world. Can Cable overcome the odds? The moonsault. Beautiful. Cover. Come on. Give me a break. Just barely. Shane McMahon able to escape and overcome the moonsault. Deeper. The legs great fine. They may have no, no choice. Gable may snap. Shane Tapp. Gable's won it. Here's your winner. Chad Gable. Chad Gable is going to the finals of the King of the Ring tournament. didn't do his bidding the way he wanted. Shane McMahon refuses to be humiliated in Madison Square Garden. Shane's the one who tapped out for him. Kevin did his job. You're fired. What? My head. You fired me. This is now assault. So, cops. <laughs> I want to press charges. <laughs> I want my money. Remember, like, that's me, though. Remember what we've been talking about? Hmm. About how, remember when they had the, uh, if he lost a match, he would leave. And we were talking about mm. he would, like, show up in NXT. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, that might happen. Oh, you think that's why he's out with Champa? Uh huh. Oh, that'd be cute. I could see. I loved Kevin in, in NXT, and I didn't even really watch NXT back then. But all the highlights of scene were amazing. <laughs> but yes, so that is how you smack down at the garden ended. It ended with Kevin in a corner being fired. Man, Kevin, four stars, four stars. Man, Kevin stars. almost looked like a real chump, man. They like to do that, though. But, like, a month ago, he was like the new Stone Cold. Listen, everything was about a month ago. Anything good is only about a month ago. Like, <laughs> it, don't, it don't take long for them to ruin a good thing. Uh, <laughs> oh, you're right, you're right. Like, man. How are they doing this to a man? <laughs> Stone Cold wouldn't have never done that with Vince. He would have told Vince to take his $100,000 and shove it up his ass and give him a stunner and check it would have won the match the first uh, fall and it would have been over with. Right. <laughs> but oh well. Yeah, I thought it was a, a strong SmackDown. I thought it was a 3.5. I thought Raw and SmackDown were on par with each other this week. No complaints mm-hmm. here. Miss Letitia, you're... Or did you have to get a chance to see SmackDown this week? Um, You know, I hit the highlights on the Hulu, you know, with oh, the fast forward. Oh, yeah. I hit the particular... Um, it was, I mean, it was real <laughs> solid. I, um... I, don't laugh at me. <laughs> um, I enjoyed it. I um, I like the 
Randy and Kofi segment. I like the Bailey and Ember segment with a little bit of Charlotte Flair in there. I enjoyed it. It was a good match. Good, good show all around. All right. So there's only one segment left, and it's a bittersweet segment as this is the final edition of NXT on the WWE Network. As not really, though, because WWE, they always do some screwy shit. <laughs> so, September eight, so September 18th, right? They're debuting. It's been hyped up for like two weeks, three weeks. Hey, NXT is coming to the USA. Two hours, NXT. Yeah, 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 yeah. Then we get here right a week away, and it's like, yeah, the first hour is going to be on USA, and the second hour is going to be on the WWE Network for the first two weeks because we got two more episodes of Suits in their final season. Like, what? Why didn't we just wait till October 2nd and just debut it with AEW, and then everybody's on like... You know, an even playing field. But no, they're going to split it up. So you're going to be watching it for an hour. Then it's going to go off. And then you got to go to your network. That's shooting yourself in the foot. So, Mm -hmm. not good. Not good. They could have chose a different way to roll that out. But nonetheless, this this is like, I guess how people feel when their kids go to kindergarten or whatever. Uh, yeah, you know, this was this was nothing when we started the WrestleCast. It was there was a real tough decision. Are we going to cover Impact? Or are we going to cover NXT? I know that sounds <laughs> like a a far fetched idea in 2019, but <laughs> not so much in 2000 and 2014. But now NXT's all grown up and it's going to USA starting next week. So one last show here on the full show on the WWE Network. We start off with Damian Priest versus Boa. Priest easily overpowers Boa to begin. He follows with strikes and kicks. Boa fires back but eats a head kick. Priest does the deal with a toss falcon arrow. Boa fires back. He lays in kicks in a corner drop kick. Priest cuts him off. He has a cyclone click, cyclone kick, and the reckoning. And Damian Priest is your winner. Another squash match for Damian Priest, building him up, getting uh, you know him some more wins, getting people more accustomed to seeing him and his move set. So this was a good showing. Then we get a video package for Roderick Strong versus Velveteen Dream, and that match will be taking place next week. Johnny Gargano, he returns to full sale for the first time since losing to Adam Cole, baby. Uh, the okay. crowd just goes crazy for Johnny Gargano. They give him like a two-minute thank you, Johnny chant. Uh, Johnny says he wasn't supposed to take too much time tonight, but he had to come out and talk to the fans. He says, what does his future hold? The last time he was in an NXT ring, he fell 20 feet, and he woke up to fans chanting oh. for him. And he appreciated that, and he thanks the fans. He says they built this place together, and he loves everything about NXT. Johnny says this is the best wrestling show that the world has to offer, and he's been here for a long time and seen people come and go. He's made a choice, and the fans have had his back, 
So he's here to tell them. And that's when Shane Thorne arrives. Shane Thorne complains about Gargano taking up more time and he mocks him. Thorne tells him to take his bow and take a walk. Gargano goes to leave, but turns around and says, he is NXT. Then he super kicks Thorne and Gargano says he's not going anywhere. And then he spells out the letters in the air, NXT for life. Aww, cute. So that's one half of the of the combination stand. Just need well, we already know Chop uh, ain't going nowhere, so we can finally get our the end to our long-awaited feud. Because I'm, I'm st- I still need to see Gargano and Chopper and like Hell in the Cell. But I don't know after he's coming off neck surgery if Triple H will let Ciampa wrestle in a match like that anymore. Mm. You trying to protect the neck literally? I see it. <laughs> ah, ah. Waka, waka, waka. Hey. <laughs> Pete Dunn versus Angel, Gar- Angel Garza. This was a fantastic match. Angel Garza counters the bitter in and then hits a drop kick, but Pete Dunn counters back and hits the sit out power bomb for a two. Dunn gets cut off in the ropes. We get a drop kick by Garza and the cover gets another two count. Garza follows with kicks, covering for his own two count. He follows with strikes, but Pete Dunn stomps the shit out of him and then he hits a head kick. Pete Dunn follows with chops, but Garza fires back with a pop up kick and then misses the moonsault. Pete Dunn locks in the triangles. He does his finger snap. And Angel Garza has to tap. Pete Dunn is your winner. The Street Profits, they're in Central Park before they head to Monday Night Raw. But they say there's something missing, and it's their NXT Tag Team titles. They say they will be at the live NXT next week, and they want to take back their Tag Team Championships. Cameron Grimes versus Raul Mendoza. Mendoza uh, follows a rope walk missile drop kick with a standing shooting star press for a two count. Mendoza hits an enziguri, then he heads up top and Grimes avoids the Phoenix Splash. He hits his running double stomp and Cameron Grimes gets the win. Cameron Grimes, he's got to do something. He's got like this wild hair, kind of like Bruiser Brody. He's wearing like a... Uh, I don't know, like a Davy Crockett vest with a top hat. <laughs> he really needs to get his the look top together. hat? Yes, he really needs to get his look together. Candice LeRae, she meets with Steven Regal and complains about Io Shirai. And, and uh, so Steven Regal officially adds Candice to next week's number one contenders match. And of course, Candice is pleased about this. We get a Dakota Kai video package. She's coming back soon. I still think Dakota Kai might actually be the person to beat Shannon Baszler. As weird as it may seem. I just want somebody to. Well, this was a good start. Shannon Baszler versus Rhea Ripley. Shannon Baszler grounds things, but Ripley powers out and then misses the dropkick. Baylor works over the hanging choke in the corner, but Ripley escapes and drop kicks Shannon to the floor. 
She follows Shayna to the floor, slams her off the steps, and that's when Marina Shafir and Jasmine Duke arrive. Rhea Ripley takes them out until Shayna Baszler attacks. Baszler gets a chair and Ripley blocks it and she nails Shayna Baszler with the chair for the disqualification. And mm. Yep. So she holds off the uh, horsewomen with the chair. Rhea Ripley mm. is such a badass. Isn't she like a child? Uh, she's fairly young, yeah. Like real youthful. Yeah, she's probably 23, 24. She's pretty young. Yes, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, the yeah. the dream match is her versus Charlotte eventually. But mm-hmm. Rhea Ripley is such a heel, uh, it, it, it'll be hard for it to work because Charlotte's not that good as a baby face. Yeah, no. Yeah. Not at all. Even with how much of a heel Rhea Ripley is, Charlotte still couldn't pull it off enough as a baby face to make it really compelling. But they're mm. both like very similar in stature and build. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So eventually we're going to get a championship match or some type of uh, stipulation match between Shayna Baszler and Rhea Ripley. And it'll be a good challenge for Shayna. To end the show, the Undisputed Era, they're cutting a promo. They're taking credit for NXT making it to the USA Network, and they proclaim that Roderick Strong will win the North American Championship next week, and that's Undisputed. And that was your final full version of NXT on the WWE Network. It was an okay show. The Shayna Baszler, Rhea Ripley stuff was really good. Like that a lot. Uh, Dakota Kai video package. Really like that a lot. Can't wait to see her come back. Pete Dunn and uh, Angel Garza. Definitely the match of the night. That was a lot of fun. Good to see Johnny Gargano and uh, Shane Thorns trying to get his name known. So I guess they'll be having a little bit of a feud uh, once Johnny Gargano starts his in-ring action. So it'll be very interesting to see what they have coming down the pike. For these next two weeks where they are unopposed with no AEW. Um, I know that Velveteen Dream versus Roderick Strong is going to be on the show. Killian Dane versus Matt Riddle is going to be on the show next week. The number one contenders four-way women's match is going to be on the show next week. So it's going to be real strong. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see what makes the USA part of the show and what doesn't what gets put on the network but for those of you who will be watching NXT for the very first time on USA this Wednesday use the hashtag NXT cast to share your commentary with color as NXT is going to the big time this week this week as they officially move to USA so at this point Miss Letitia, we'll start with you with your shout outs and thank yous. Ooh, well, I want to shout out uh, Rascalcast for having me back for another week. I love y'all and I appreciate y'all. Uh, I want to give a shout out to the end of a hot girl summer so it can be <laughs> hot auntie autumn so I can chill with my scarves yeah. and my hot tea. So excited yeah. about that. Um, and I want to shout out my crew that's helping me out with my event this weekend. Um, I have some dance events happening this weekend. I got some 
homegirls that are just killing it with me right now. So I want to shout them out, uh, Christina and Brittany. And um, a shout out to everybody black because, you know, we're awesome. All right. Thank you, Miss Letitia, <laughs> for joining us. Um, I very much appreciate you coming on kind of last minute, reaching out, take a, taking a flyer, and you were there to answer it. So thank you very much again. Oh, anytime. Anytime. Miss Didi Jonet, your mm-hmm. shout outs and thank yous. Shout out to Letitia, of course. You, of course. Um, Don and the, no, my lord. Greg and the baby. And Samuel. Shout out to Mel, because Mel always gets shout out. Shout out to Jade, Angelina, Tatiana, Janine. Uh, doing big things over wherever they're at. Uh, shout out to me because my birthday is on Tuesday. No, hey. birthday, birthday, birthday. For my birthday, dear dear listeners, if you could traipse your tail to the local place where you listen to our podcast and give us a nice review, a nice one. Don't go over there if you're going to give us a two star. Don't do that. But if you got a good <laughs> review, please just take the 45 seconds to two minutes it would say to be like, we're funny, we're awesome, we're everything, and we let you be on the show because if you're listening, you've probably been on the show. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Just saying. If you could do that for my birthday, it would be greatly appreciated. If you can't do that and want to give money, we can do that too. You know, I have a cash app. Hey. You know, you know, money sign D-E-E-J-O-N-E-E. Buy me my next happy hour drink. I would love that as well. Yeah, that's it for my shout outs. <laughs> well, we hope you have a very, very happy birthday. And I can't yes. wait till next Thursday when we get to listen to all the shenanigans on their dark match. Mm-hmm. I don't even have that many planned. We'll see what's going to happen. My work wife is going to make me a cake. And she was like, well, do you want ice cream? I was like, nope, I want watermelon. Yeah, because I'm one of those blacks. <laughs> and, then the, and then on the 20th, oh I'm, yeah, I know, I know. And then on the 20th, I'm going to go to the escape room with um, some friends of mine and try to escape. And if we get out, we can celebrate with drinks because they have a bar on premises. And if we don't get out, we can drown our sorrows also at the bar that's on premises. So, you know, I've thought it through. I've got it planned out. I thought you were going to say they won't let you in the bar if you don't come out of the... the Wouldn't that be funny if they were like, no, that's not for you. Make a winner. (laughs) Just looking at the bar all sad, like, I can't go over there. I'm not invited. <laughs> <laughs> that would be trifling. If you can't get out, you need a drink. They're like, Mm-mm, not yours. <laughs> well, have fun on your birthday. Be safe. Of course. I'd like to give a shout out to Miss Letitia Chanel for joining us again. Give a shout out to Greg and Sam. <laughs> shout out to Classic. Give a shout out to everybody here on the CSPN, all the podcasters who give up their time and all the efforts that they put forth to make the network what it is. Thank you. You are greatly appreciated. I'd like to thank all the members of the GLOW, everybody who joins us each and every Monday and Tuesday for the Rawcast and SmackDown Matters live tweets. Please join us this Saturday as we watch the original very first Class of Champions 
from 1988. Use the hashtag RetroCastOfChampions. And then join us this Sunday starting at 7 p.m. for our official live tweet of Clash of Champions by using the hashtag CastOfChampions to share your pro wrestling commentary with color. Don't forget to check out the dark match over on the Patreon page, patreon.com forward slash CSPN Media. Me and Anwar Starwin, we talked about NXT UK and All Out on the last edition. Like I said, Miss D. Jeanet has some very interesting theories about <laughs> vodka on this week's edition of the dark match. So please They're check accurate, that out. Though. Yes, yes. Extra content yes. that you won't find anywhere on the internet except for on the Patreon page. It's the post and pre-conversations from here at the WrestleCast, Cast of Strong Style. So please check that out. It's a lot of fun. A lot of good content over there on our Patreon page. So for my SmackDown Matters correspondent, Miss Didi Jonet, and our very special guest, Miss Letitia Chanel, I'm your host, Don DeLorente. This has been episode 254 of the WrestleCast. Please stay tuned for the parting promo. I've considered these hallowed grounds my home. Now, I don't know how many times I'm going to get to come home anymore. But there's one thing that I want everyone to remember about this place. The Titans that were born here. The legends that made their name here. And the heroes that were created right here in Madison Square Garden. And it's rewarding for me to know that each and every one of those souls, I took a little piece of it with me. But they will not be forgotten because the echoes of their memories will go through these hallways for all of eternity. And now, we usher in a new era of superstar. I want to say first and foremost, I have nothing but the utmost respect for you, sir. However, however, I think even you could admit that tonight... It probably shouldn't be you opening SmackDown Live in Madison Square Garden. Even you can probably admit that probably should have been me. 30 years. 30 years is a long time. When, when is enough enough? 
Look, I know how much you love WWE. I do. And I know that everything you've ever done has been about paving the way for the future. I am here to ask you to turn around and to leave this ring right now. I'm asking you to do the right thing, to leave this ring to me and to pass the torch. And I promise you, Madison Square Garden and the future of WWE is in good hands with Sami Zayn. Would be 